<clears throat> this is a summary of the second Sikha Parshas Vayeda, Lukutai Sikhais, Chelek Yud. This is a Rashi Sikha, and uh, as we are accustomed to doing in the summary of a Rashi Sikha, instead of analyzing the Rashi and the Yukim within Rashi, we just look at the Pasuk, see the question, and, uh, and the answer as the Rebbe explains it, and as it becomes abundantly clear to us in a very simple manner, just by looking at the Pasuk. So the what we're looking at is the episode where Avram Avinu is davening to Hashem for the, on, the, on the behalf of, for the sake of, the most wicked people in the world, Sadam and Gomorrah, till this day known in infamy for their terrible sins, terrible people, the worst of the worst, the lowest of the low, and yet we see the approach of the Jewish people, and how Avram Avinu, the first Jew, struggled with God and pleaded before God and begged on their behalf and even put himself in spiritual danger, as it's taught in Chassidus, on their behalf. And this is the Jewish way. And he told Hashem, is it justice? Is it right? Is it correct? Would you make the innocent suffer with the guilty? And surely you could find merit even in the most guilty, etc. And that is the story that we look at. However... The opening line, the opening line of, of Avram Avinu's pleading before Hashem is a very interesting line. It says, Avram, that Avram was already talking with God. So it says Avram was still standing before God. And it says, And Avram approached and he said, Would you destroy the righteous with the guilty? And so on. And the question is, what does it mean that it says Avram approached? The pasuk, it, 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 it's a self-contradictory pasuk. You begin the pasuk by saying he was standing before Hashem. So in other words, he didn't move anywhere. He didn't go within approach anywhere physically. It's not even that he went from being in a state of not being before God to being before God. You know, like when we enter into God's chamber in the Shemona Esrei, in the silent Amidah, prayer. We go back three steps, we go forward three steps, we're entering before the presence of Hashem. Well, here it says he was already standing lifnei havaya before Hashem. So what, what does it mean by Yikash Avram, Avram approached? What does this mean? A very puzzling word. And, and so therefore, the answer to this is that we must say that it means that he approached God in a spiritual sense, but not from not being before God to being before God. Rather, it meant in his state of mind, in his approach of how to approach God. In other words, he put himself into a certain mindset, and before he began with all of his different arguments that he ends up making with Hashem, he puts himself into a mindset first into those discussions. Now, which mindset would it be? So it's interesting. The very first plea that before God is one of confrontation, a very a, an accusation, confrontation, war almost. He says, you know, that it's that you're you're you're, you're you would destroy the the the, the, the tzaddikim with the condemned. He's questioning God. It's very, uh, very strong words. So you could say that he put himself into that framework of mind, you know, because it doesn't really fit Avram Avinu's personality. If you know his personality, he, was a, he couldn't hurt a fly. He was the most loving man that ever lived. Avram Oyavi, the ultimate man of love. So to put himself into a state of mind, you could say it's a big deal. He has to enter into this into this state of mind of, of defense at all costs and, 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 and to confront God, Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. The problem with saying that, however, is that the title wouldn't necessarily need to add extra words, Vayigash Avram, to do that. 
right? Because the very first thing, the argument that he makes is that argument. And being that that was his argument, of course, that you don't just make an argument without being in that frame of mind. So, of course, right before he made that argument, he must have been, his heart must have swelled with righteous indignation and, 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 and terror and fear and, and all whatever emotions require are required in order to, to, to confront God this way. But I wouldn't need the Pasuk to really tell me that. It just The confrontation itself tells me what I need to know. And therefore, Rashi says a, a, a very interesting Chiddush, that as a matter of fact, all the different methods that Avram Avinu ended up employing were all, he entered into that frame of mind, even though they're opposite frames of mind. So, for example, over the course of his arguments, which is an extensive piece of the Taita, a good number of, of verses, um, there's parts where he's being very conciliatory and appeasing and praising Hashem and then really going that route. And then there's the route of, again, confrontation. And then there's the root of prayer. Um, so Rashi tells us, and that's what Vayikash is coming to teach. It's trying to teach that whatever frames of mind you're going to find throughout the course of his arguments, he prepared himself for it in advance. He put himself into that state of being um, into all three of those scenarios. Um, and that is what he did. That's, you know, the, the, the Rebbe gets to that through asking questions and so on, but that's the bottom line of what Rashi says. What is the, what is the, um, what is the Yenishal Taito? What is the Primius? What does this mean practically? What's the lesson for us? Why do we get up on an unearthly hour on a Saturday morning to learn about Avram, Avinu, putting himself into states of minds to speak to Hashem? How does this work? And the, the answer is, and it's a very powerful lesson, is that Avram is the ultimate man of love. But we have to realize that even love has its limitations. And, you know, an animal, there could be very kind animals as well. As long as we're merely dealing with instinct and so on, really it's very, it's very animalistic. It's very cold. It's very distant. You know, when someone's very kind to you, Many times, honestly, you shouldn't take it so personally. Don't be so, uh, don't, you don't have to get so excited. I mean, you should be grateful, of course. But a person, uh, there are people who are naturally kind. They're not kind to you because they have any feeling towards you. They're kind to you because they're kind to everyone. They'd be kind to their worst enemy. Um, it's nothing personal. In Chassidus, kindness is connected with water. Water can be very cold, very dispassionate. Gevura is connected with fire. With intensity. So in any event, the bottom line is Avram, we have to appreciate who Avram was. That it's true Avram's natural trait was love and so on. However, the moment it came to something which which was something real, that he had to save lives, there was a decree. Um it, it wasn't even it wasn't even that he spontaneously, you know, blurted something out to God. No. He completely and totally put himself into this mode of being, and this is became his frame of reference, um, the exact opposite of his personal nature. That when it needs to get done, you got to do what you got to do. You have to serve Hashem. You got to do what Hashem wants. And obviously, a Jew realizes why does a Jew struggle with God? Because he knows that really that's what God wants from him. God wants him to struggle with him. He wants us to to to, to wrestle 
on behalf of the of mankind of the of the world and and help whoever we can help so practically whenever a situation arrives which is relevant to saving a jew physically or even spirit or spiritually you're not allowed to sit there and start calculating and so on is it my nature is it against my nature um rather you have to do everything you can and through all means necessary right try every effort there's nothing don't don't leave anything off the table is how is how real you take it how serious um you take it and the and, and you can't just argue you know what i'm going to do whatever i can to tell you the person why do i have to put my entire life and energy and power into it but that's what actually is teaching us here and that, that about what the passage trying to teach us here that avram put everything into it he didn't he didn't just do things practically he put his emotions into it he put his identity into it um he put his very life into it and that is uh, that is the lesson and that's what rashi is teaching us and the passage is teaching us here in this version